Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hey, hey, Bloomers. Welcome back to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I am beyond thrilled for this week's guest. This is, I'm totally starstruck. (laughs) We have the fabulous Fiona Humberstone here. She's a brand consultant, author, and creative director. Fiona, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yay. I am honored. So now I know you very well based on, you know, I've read your books. Um, I know this is the first time that we're formally talking, but I feel like you're a friend of mine just from all that you've taught me from these amazing books. But do you just want to give my listeners kind of a bit of a background about yourself, who you are, what you do? Yes, sure. So I am Fiona Humberstone. I am the author of Brand Brilliance and How to Style Your Brand. And I run a company called The Brand Stylist, which is all about empowering entrepreneurs and designers to create incredible brands. So I'm a huge advocate of amazing design. You know, gorgeous design helps people see your business in the way that you want them to. It helps create desire. But for me, it's got to be the right kind of design. So it can't just be beautiful design. It can't just be cool design. It's got to really, you know, your audience are makers, we said. Mm -hmm. It's got to reflect your product. It's got to elevate it. It's got to make it resonate with your target audience. It's got to make people really want that product. And, And that is actually quite a skill to get right. But my real passion is kind of unlocking all of that and making it accessible for entrepreneurs and designers. Mm -hmm. I love that. And that's what drew me to you. When I first started my business, I forget how I came across your books. I honestly, it was either an Amazon search for a branding book or or Instagram. Um, But I came across this book, your your latest. This is the newer one, right? Brand Brilliant. Yeah, look at all those tabs in there. Oh my gosh, I I have so many tabs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But as a a newer business owner, granted I am a service provider, um, Mm. like this helped me figure out what branding even was. I was very stuck at the start. Like I had a general idea, but this teaching of yours opened up my eyes to the sense that your brand is a feeling. It's not just a look. It's, it's all about, you know, the ethos that you present on behalf of your brand. And as busy business owners who are listening to this, it's very hard to be able to sit down and read a book, let alone implement, (laughs) you know, some of this stuff when you're coming from a place where you don't have that knowledge or that background. Do you have any sort of tips for the busy business owner that's just not making this a priority or they're just kind of struggling to figure out where to get started? Well, I think you've got two questions or there are two separate challenges there. So, so certainly with my books, I've, I've always tried to make them a real joy to read. So they are very visual, which, which makes it not so overwhelming. And I've also written them in a way that kind of makes people want to get up and take action. So I suppose that's the first thing is like, it doesn't have to be this enormous, you know, do my branding job. You can chunk it down into smaller things. And I think the first thing that anyone has to do 
is find clarity. And that's much easier said than done. Finding proper clarity is actually quite challenging. But when you get there, it's game changing. And so what I mean by finding clarity, I mean working out what your business is, what sets it apart, what makes you unique, what your magic is, who your ideal clients are, who they aren't as well. And then working out what impact you want your business to create. So that's that's kind of the first half of brand brilliance, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then and then you need to make a brand identity or, or preferably commission one that reflects in a really intentional way how you wanted your brand to come across. So you're not just using a fuchsia calligraphy font because you like it. Mm-hmm. You're using something that creates the right impact and how to style your brand talks you through all of that detail yes and then you go on and this is where the second half of brand brilliance comes in you then go on to make sure that when you execute it across your website or your social media or your um your packaging that everything feels consistent so i think the first part of your question is chunk it down but the second thing which i think runs deeper and makes branding much more relevant is we tend to be I mean you know I'm a fine one to talk because I'm saying right now I'm really busy as I close everything <laughs> down in term. but I think there's a difference between being very short-term busy because you're about to take three weeks off mm-hmm. and being on this constant hamster treadwheel where you never quite feel like you're catching up and you feel like you're working and you know I'm saying this from experience because I have had a print business where it was very much pilot high, sell it cheap. And I think if you're in that kind of space where you are constantly busy, nothing is gonna change unless you stop and make a change. And Mm -hmm. so that is where stopping and kind of going, all right, I know it feels like I don't have time for this, but I need to stop and think about where I really wanna be headed. I probably need to put my prices up I probably need to, you know, look at how my business is being presented and I need to get people to see the value in what I'm doing so that I can make this business sustainable. And and I don't when I talk about sustainable, yes, I mean, in terms of the planet, but I also mean in terms of you as a person and the life you want to live and, you know, whether you can keep running that business in that way. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, because if if you're headed for burnout, then that's not sustainable. Right. Yeah, that's such good insight to share because I've found two things that those that I work with when they come to me, branding is the last thing that they've thought about, and I go to them and I'm like, listen, I'm I'm not the person you come to first. <laughs> like the stuff, that, the stuff that you just shared is is a prime example. You know, branding is so much more than a logo and a color palette. It's knowing what your magic is, who your audience is. And if you were going through your business and you don't know any of those items, then of course you're going to struggle and you're going to be caught in that kind of rat race and scrambly sense Mm. of feeling in your business. And that's just not how it should feel. Mm. Um, So I guess looking at the landscape, especially right now with how this year has gone um, with the pandemic and we're on the brink of this brand new year and it doesn't look like it's really going away anytime soon. What would be, I suppose, the best tip that you could give those out there right now? And maybe this is something that you've already mentioned, but who 
are so just sucked into business right now and making sure that that doesn't fail, um, that they don't forget to like, don't forget about branding and what's important because that helps them sell, right? And market what they're doing. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that actually, because, and I've noticed this particularly from your side of the pond, is that there's, you know, we've been through this hideous year and it's affected us all and it's affected some of us far more profoundly than others, you know. But I think wherever you're at, it's made us all think about what really matters, what we really need, what we really want. And, and it's really brought us together as a community and there's been real sense of humility and, you know, people doing some really good things. And then what I noticed come July, and I'm sorry to say, but it is coming from the States mostly, yeah. <laughs> is there's suddenly all these just vultures popping up telling us that we should be making six figures, multiple six figures, yes. seven figures. I, I even saw something a few weeks ago that said, stop using the pandemic as an excuse. And it just made me raging because I just thought, how dare you? You know, some people have had their businesses trashed mm -hmm. because of no fault of their own. You know, it's not that there's a problem with their product. It's not that there's a problem with their marketing. It's the fact that the country has shut down. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think the first thing I would say is, you know, if that's where you want to head and that's authentic for you, absolutely go do it. But I think that there's this pressure and this peer pressure to build this narrative around what we're turning over and to make you feel bad if, if you're not doing that. And I, I really can't bear it. And I think, I, I think if anything, this year has reminded us about what really matters mm -hmm. and that now is a really good time to pause and think about, and I've, you know, I've been saying this since March, since I started doing my seminars, but think about rebuilding from a really solid platform. And that means thinking long-term rather than short-term. And of course, we all have to do things to pay the mortgage in the short-term, I get that. But I haven't yet met anyone on this kind of, um, multiple figure money chasing trajectory that hasn't burnt out mm -hmm. yeah. um, and that's not to say that you can't run a successful business that's not to say that you can't turn over that kind of money or, or or be making that kind of profit even but it's I think it's about going back to basics and particularly remembering if you're a creative business owner why did you start? You know, what, what kind of business did you want to build? What did you imagine it was going to be like? And try and shut out that noise and just focus on where you want to go. Because I think this is one of the biggest things to come out of this year, isn't it? Is, you so know, the true. planet's in crisis, the world's in crisis. We need to sort it out. And this crazy ass consumption is not helping. Yeah, Which is where I, your amazing makers come in because they're actually, yeah. you know, yeah, I totally agree. And that's such a great Sorry, point. A bit of a rant. <laughs> I, no, I love it and I welcome it and it's much needed. And 
it's just, I felt that too. And it, it's just so funny that you brought it up. People here are so focused on vanity metrics. It's like the only yes. thing that they care about and can associate with being successful. And in yeah. my day-to-day -day life and hustle and this, this passion of mine, I do mm -hmm. everything I can to have them focus on the things that matter, which is branding. Like, yeah. I'm like, if this <laughs> is something you struggle with, here's a resource. If marketing yeah. is something you struggle with, all right, let's talk. And yeah. I think it's just so hard when you're, especially a solopreneur and you're doing everything yourself to mm. have kind of that sense of belonging or um, just some sort of way to measure your success and genuinely be successful and things that matter, like setting up your brand and nailing down those elements firsthand that actually define what it's all about like yeah. sets the tone for your success. It's not just trying to be on Instagram stories every day and like hoping yeah. that something pops up and someone follows you. It's about so much more than that. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of on that, that same note, I want to ask, do you feel or foresee any new interesting trends in your wheelhouse for the new year in terms of branding and whatnot that we should kind of look out for? Yeah, I mean, in terms of kind of the bigger picture, I think sort of leading on from what I was saying, I think that conspicuous consumption is becoming far less attractive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. I, you know, there are always going to be people that are impressed by money, but I think that thing of kind of the Louis Vuitton logoed scarf is going to be less of a thing and it's going to be more about stealth mm -hmm. wealth. And, and kind of, that doesn't mean you can't have nice things. It doesn't mean you can't make nice things, but I think it's, I think people are wanting something that feels a bit more real and a bit more authentic. And, and I think that sort of feeds down to how you build your products, but also how you market your business. So whereas maybe 18 months ago, things were feeling a bit more bling, mm -hmm. I think branding and certainly brand identity wise now, well, in terms of the voice, we want to connect with people at a human level. So we, you know, again, you know, we don't want to be preached at. We don't want to be shouted at. We don't want to be bullied or made to feel inferior. It's a very short term thing and it, it works, but it, but it works in a very unsustainable way. So I think people want to form deeper, more meaningful connections with people. And that sort of reflects what's been going on in the community, doesn't it? As much as anything else. Yeah. And yeah, I'm seeing a shift, you know, again, in terms of my seasonal personalities, I suppose I'm seeing a shift towards people wanting to bring out the authenticity in their brands and, and the artisanship. And, you know, even I did a seminar on luxury branding in the summer. And I was kind of my point with that was you can be luxury, but let's not be ostentatious about it anymore, because I don't think there's the hunger for that. Yeah, I, I mean, there that. will always be the hunger for that sort of shiny, shiny brand. But actually, if you're building something now, 
let's go a bit more understated. Yeah, I, I love that stealth wealth and striving for excellence and being intentional versus striving yeah. to be like your competitor, be influential for the sake of being yeah. influential. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. totally agree. Um, and that, that sense of community that you were just speaking to is something that I feel as well. Like that's not going away. People don't okay. have the luxury of going out right now and just grabbing a drink with friends anywhere they want. It's a very sensitive time. And that's something we all um, need to think of in the new year as brand managers of how to best cater to our audience and like be so mindful of what we create. And actually in Brand Brilliance, you share a, a very, or was it this book or it might've been a blog post I just read of yours. Um, but you say consistently create exceptional work that's distinctive and intentional. And I feel like that is so spot on for like <laughs> what we should be doing, right? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, I think I was talking to designers there, wasn't I? And I, it was kind of feeding on from this quite parasitic marketing approach, which yeah. is all about growth. And I was saying that actually the most sustainable and robust and resilient way to build your business is to just produce amazing work. Like you don't need any crazy sales funnels. You don't need someone else's copy. You don't need someone else's formula. You just need to do amazing work. You need to be passionate about it and you need to talk about it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, having someone that understand social media that can help you get the word out is part of that but you know it's not about someone using the same steps it's about recognizing that you're unique and actually you need to communicate in a unique way yeah I love hearing that you know as a personal branding professional it's important that your voice and you comes out in your content. And I'm, I'm thrilled to hear you say that. So um, the last question that I always love to ask now that we're rounding out our time here, um, I just always like to ask at the end, like what inspires you most in life and business? Because your answer could inspire others to think in a new way. So I, I just love to end off on that high note. Okay. Um, well, I think two things. So one is my family. Yes. Um, I set, I had Ellie, my eldest, really young. And I set my first business up because of her so that I could run it around her. So she's now 16, nearly Aww. 17. I know. Um, and they, you know, they're why I do everything. And, and it's for them that I have built the business and created the opportunities that we have. So that for sure. And then I would say on a day-to-day -day business, nature. Like nature runs through my work it's a big part of my design style and my brand and also just for me I always have plants in the house if I'm feeling a bit off I go out into the garden and get my hands in the soil walk the dog every day so yeah I would say nature family those two I love things. it I love it and your Christmas tree looks beautiful behind you oh <laughs> thank you very much I do think it's the nicest one we've ever had it is because beautiful. we've got this dog now, yeah. all the decorations have had to move up. <laughs> oh, Fiona. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank Loved you having for having you. me. Yeah. And all of you listeners, I will put all of Fiona's information in the show notes. It's all there for you. The link to her website, to her Instagram. So go follow her, sign up for her, her newsletter. It is amazing. She's had some incredible resources. I love those interviews that you've been doing lately. Are you going to keep oh, doing Oh, I love them. Oh, 
Are you going to keep doing those interviews? I think so. I don't know whether I can commit to weekly because I've got this media yeah. kit course coming up and then I've got Elevate and I think yeah I might just go demented if I try and do that. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed them as well. <laughs> they're great though but they're on your site right or can people yes, still so you them? can listen to all of those for free and then I've got um quite a lot of stay home seminars as well with quite a lot of in-depth information great wonderful you are a great resource everyone definitely go check out Fiona Um, yeah thank you so much this was just (laughs) lovely you're wonderful (laughs) now friends go out there and bloom boldly wherever you're planted by staying rooted to what matters and remember that you've got this and I've got you did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.